you and good morning friends. We greet you this Tuesday morning from the radio pulpit. We can join our heart to be able to come today and uh, share you a message from God's Word. Now yesterday from the book of John chapter 6 and verse 37, we were looking at a truth there about the coming to God and looking at the two, two aspects of the coming. Uh, the, we looked at the sovereignty of God and then the responsibility of man to come and let's go back into that service and that message. And then may I say this, uh, if you'll come to him in sincerity and mean business, God will save you. If you'll just trust him, repent of your sins, he'll save you. He said, preacher, how do you know he will? He said he would. All that come to me, I will in no wise cast out. So then may the Lord help you to come to him and be saved before there's, while you have time and opportunity before it is eternally too late. So let's go back into that service, and may God bless you today. That meaning that our good work can't save us. It's by the grace of God that we're saved. So it's repentance is a turning from that uh, ungodly lifestyle and turning toward Him. Repentance for God and faith. Faith in what Jesus did. It's not in what you've done, but it's what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. Jesus paid it all. Hallelujah. All to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain, but hallelujah, he washed it white as snow. The nature of covenant. It is an act of your will. It is a you leaving your sin behind and coming to the Savior. Brother Jacob, invite me to your house for supper next week. Come on. Mr. Andrew, would you invite me to your house for supper next week? You see, it's my responsibility to come. I mean, they, he gave the invitation, he said, but you see, it's, it's my responsibility. I must act upon that invitation. I must respond. I must come. I must. And by the way, one of the, the favorite words of our Savior is come. In Genesis 7, he no longer had started writing the Bible. In Genesis 7, 1, he said, uh, Noah, come. Thou and thy family into the ark. Now get this. Noah had to respond. Noah had to react to the invitation. Had he not responded, it would have been on the outside. So it's your responsibility to, re- to react, to respond to the invitation. He said, come, come, thou and thy house. And Isaiah 1.18, come now. And let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And then in Matthew 11, 20, it says, Come unto me, all your labor heavy laden, I will give you rest. And then before John closes the book, the Holy Ghost says, Give him one more invitation. Invite him one more time. 
Let them know the Spirit and the bride say come. And that whosoever will come and take the water of life with me. One more time, John. Invite us. Invite us to come. To come. The proclamation. Him that cometh. There's your responsibility to come. And now notice, not only do you have a proclamation regarding this human responsibility, but there is a promise. He said, I will in no wise cast out. Who is he talking about? Him that cometh. The individual that comes, he said, I will in no wise cast out. In this promise, there's satisfaction. Can I say this? I'm satisfied with being saved. I'm satisfied. I'm glad I'm saved. Amen. Let me ask you a question. Of you that are here today, would anybody say, Preacher, I'm sorry I got saved? Preacher, I just wish I had not gotten saved. Anybody will stand up and say that? Brother Duncan, I've never met anybody. Young or old, that said they're sorry they got saved. I just wish I'd never gotten old, friend. There's a promise. There's a promise of satisfaction. Hey, you're looking at a preacher that's satisfied with what the Savior done for me. Verse 35, they said, He that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believeth on me shall never thirst. What a promise. Hey, hey, remember, I just said in chapter 1, verse 2, God cannot lie. He that cometh to me shall never hunger and shall never thirst. He shall, I will in no wise cast him out. I will not cast him out. Promise. Proclamation. Uh, the need for coming, the nature of coming. The promise, if you come, I'll in no wise cast out. There's satisfaction. I'm satisfied. What he's done on Calvary. I'm satisfied with what he's done in my heart and in my life. There's the satisfaction of rest. He said, come unto me. Oh, you have labor, have labor, and I will give you Rest. Oh, hallelujah. I've got I've been resting in the arms of the Lord Jesus this morning. Not only is there the satisfaction of rest, there is the satisfaction of cleansing. Isaiah 1 18, though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Oh, friend, I'm glad he's white to stay clean. I'm glad, hallelujah, he has cleansed me. Cleansed you. The promise of satisfaction. And then there's the promise of security. He said in verse 37, I'll in no wise that. I notice he did not say, I might not. That I will in no wise cast out. Verse, look at verse 39. He said, uh, 
And this is the Father's will which he has sent me, that of all which he has given me, I should lose nothing. Hallelujah! Every child of God, everyone that's come, is going to be that reunion. He's not going to lose one. And just somebody say, but still, what about Judah? What about him? He never was saved. He was a devil from the beginning. That was his choice. He made that choice. There's security. He said, there's, that I lose nothing. And then in chapter 17, verse 2, he said, there is eternal life. A life with no ending. The possession, the proclamation, and he on that cometh to me, I will in no wise What about the faith, those that fail to come? Look at chapter 5 and verse number 40. Here is the failure. And ye will not come to me that you might have life. Wasn't that sad? Here was he who is the bread of life, he who is the light of the world, and he said, You will not come. You could have come, you should have come. And if you'd have come, you'd have had eternal life. But you would not come. But you might have life. It was there on their souls. It was on them. Because they refused to come. They have no eternal life. Here is the failure. And you will not come to me. But you might have life. In the friend, this is really important. If you choose not to come, then it's on your shoulders. It's your responsibility. If you don't come to Him, you don't have eternal life. And you said you're coming. Now, God's will, my friend, if you fail to come, you will not, He said, and He, and you will not come to me that you might have life. Please, no talking in the back. And you will not come to me. Then again, look at John chapter 1, verse 11. He came unto his own. Here is the Savior coming into the world. He came to his own people. He came to his own nation. Look at this sad statement. And his own received him not. We know what happened. Ultimately, they rejected him. They said, away with him. They said, let him be crucified. We'll not have this man to reign over us. We have no king but Caesar. And he came. His, his, his miracles were his credentials. That he was the Messiah, the Son of God, and they received him not. 
and rejected him. We know the rest of the story. They said, let his blood be on us. On our children. That's the failure. That's what happens when you fail to come to the table. Lastly, look at verse 44. And no man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him. Here we see a seeming contradiction. You say, preacher, never hunger, never thirst, and yet verse 44 says, no man can come. It's like a contradiction, does it? Here is a seeming contradiction. Man's inability to come is not physical, but moral. Here, here's the interesting. Except my Father draws me. Hallelujah for the drawing power of the Holy Ghost. See, man in his natural state of depravity, a spiritual deadness, will not want to come. I heard someone recently, they, they were giving their testimony, and it was a kind of a lengthy testimony. And they said, I live my life, I was just going along enjoying life, enjoying the things of the world. That in all of a sudden, something got to bother me. Someone got to troubling me. I got to thinking about where I was going to spend this thing. I got to thinking about my life and what was going to happen to me. And I died. Hey, that's not natural, friend. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the work of the Holy Ghost. When he's come, he'll reprove the world of sin. Hallelujah. For the reproving work of the Holy Ghost. I mean, you can be going along enjoying sin and, and all of a sudden you get sick of sin, sick of the way you're living. Hey, that's not, that just didn't happen. That's the Holy Ghost. Glory in you. Well, we've run out of time for the message today. Thank you for being tuned in and may the Lord bless you till tomorrow in Jesus' name. Amen.